Good morning or good afternoon, depending on when you're listening to this. It is time for another episode of Level Up. And this week, we're talking about the stuff that perhaps is not the rosy rainbow uh sunshines and lollipop type stuff that everybody talks about all the time in real estate because guess what sometimes things go wrong and sometimes you're forced to deal with it so today on level up we're talking about when crap goes wrong building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt pivot and constantly master new skills We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Okay, we are here, and we are live, and we are using this technology for the second time. So let's see how this all comes together. Welcome. The only thing, I didn't hear the intro when you were playing it, so that's why I wasn't dancing or doing anything fun. You didn't hear the intro? No. I was dancing, sort of. I was more like doing a head bob kind of thing. A shimmy. The shoulder shimmy. Shimmy shake. Well, for anybody who's watching on video, you can't really see anything below my throat. So I was dancing <laughs> under the table. I promise. Fun times. All right. But in any case, yeah. So this is actually going to be a positive episode, even though it's about negative things. How about that? <laughs> so we do around here at Level Up. We yeah. turn negatives into positives. Is that what we do? We're the glass half full committee. <laughs> And so to everybody listening, before we get started, as always, if you're not already, follow us on all the different social channels. Level Up for Realtors is our Instagram, our Facebook, I'm pretty sure our YouTube as well handle. So if you're not following and you want to listen to all the other goodies we've got in the past and those to come, there's your place. Get on it. Get her done. All right. Get her done. So we're talking about, well, you said crap, but we I was going to say shit, that, but it was, yeah. it was the intro intro and I don't want to scare the children off before okay. we get started. All right. Well, now, now they're we're scared. Say shit. All right. So shit goes wrong. It does. Things, things, things happen. Yeah. I, I, I think any, there's kind of two, two types of realtors out there. There's the ones who tell you that all their deals are amazing and never fail. And then there's those who are telling the truth. Yeah. Right. Pretty much. So I I can't think of any, but I can't even think of a deal I've had where everything has been complete perfection beginning to end. Right. I think this is, we can talk about the little stuff a little bit because little things stress people out, especially when you're starting. I think you're aiming for perfection, but I really think for those of you who are or have gone through situations where it's real bad, or you mm-hmm. feel like your real estate world is crashing down around you. This mm-hmm. is really for you on those isolated incidents that really yes. drive you crazy. Yeah. Sometimes that's within your control. Sometimes they're beyond your control. And I think it's important just to recognize what your limits are in terms of what you can control um, is number one, because there is a lot of stuff that goes wrong. And as you progress through your career, you start to pick up on the little things to 
just be aware of as you go through a transaction, because a lot of them are very common. Um, mm-hmm. And once you've been doing it for quite a few years, it seems as though it's second nature that you're looking out for certain things. Um, and then other times, just the most random stuff comes up that you will probably will never experience again. And, um, you know, there's there's a mixture of, of all of those things. Yeah, well, you, you talk about control. I think a lot of us maybe jump right in without really recognizing what our environment is that we're working in, like at your brokerage, the people around you. Sometimes you don't have to be the one to take everything on yourself. So depending on what, and I'd say arguably always, you don't have to take everything on yourself. But in a lot of situations, when something feels like it's beyond you or you really blew it, often you're going to have a support system in place that if you recognize that and what they're capable of and the fact that they're there for you, that might be a good first step to keep your stress level at least regulated that you've got people to talk to. So definitely understand what your environment is and who you have and how you can use them so that when this stuff does happen, and it will, you don't feel like you're in it alone. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, yeah, opening up about it. Like that's so, that's what's great about these forums and, and just knowing that you're you're not the only one that's going through this. It happens to the best of us. And it comes back to working with people that are open to even taking you through their own experiences. When you're first starting out, I'm talking about the people that just are are starting in their career. And if you can find a place that offers you the opportunities to go out with people and just see for yourself, what are the things to be aware of? What am I looking out for? Uh, Because these are the things that they don't teach you in, in your studies. It's, you know, obviously there's, there's a lot that you learn, but until you get out there and start experiencing all the different nuances and all the questions that you get from clients, it, it, it's not the same. Yeah. Well, and, and you'll never experience all of them because no, they're going to keep coming. We still coming. like, I mean, like how like, many years have we been doing this? And yeah, every day, get like, new things. Yeah. every single, every single transaction we have has something new and don't get me wrong. Most of them, when I say there's an issue with everything, like sometimes that's just, your client didn't acknowledge a piece of paper or something right. like something super minor. But in the instances where it's stuff that might have been out of your control, there's also there's kind of a few steps, I think, in terms of when we're talking about when the shit hits the fan of, of what we can cover today. There's the preventative stuff or at least the preparation that comes before anything even happens. There's the when you're in the weeds and when you're dealing with it and how to compose yourself and deal with it then. And then what you do after the fact to kind of cycle it back to the preventative side, but to learn from things and um, to kind of self-diagnose, almost like audit yourself on why things went wrong so that you can prevent it the next time. Right, Um, exactly. And I don't know we even need to go through it in any sort of an order, but to me, that's how I like to break it down because there's different pieces to all of it. Um, Your attitude, I think, needs to be consistent throughout all of that. So the more you understand how things are going to be dealt with or or have a bit of a comfort level that it's not the end of the world, the easier it is to keep an even keel through everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, well, yeah. If you, if you equate it to any other profession, like let's just like think of a doctor, right? Like a doctor's coming in, advising you ahead of time, letting you know what to expect. And then once 
like an operation happens, sometimes shit does go wrong. Something happens. Something unexpected shows up. And where, where, where's my wedding ring? Did you did you yeah. did you stitch them up already? That's a problem. <laughs> exactly. That is a problem. But it's about you know who do you want? Like, do you want a doctor that's going to keep that same composure throughout that experience and letting you know, okay, this is an issue, but this is how we're going to get through it, and this is what. And and I think like first and foremost. The most important thing to do as a real estate professional is the expectation part on your clients. Like if you're going into a market that's ultra competitive and you haven't explained that to your client ahead of time, there's going to be a lot of frustration from their end because they weren't aware of that. And anything, anything that you're not making them aware of ahead of time, it'll just make things so much worse when they actually experience it. Whereas for you, You've been dealing with it. You know what it's like, but they don't. So the expectation part is like first, second, and third step in my mind. Right, and and that goes beyond just what is going to happen to also what, what might happen, happen that very yeah. well may not happen. Like, and we talk about this all the time. Like, I go overboard with painting a terrible picture for people, but it's nice because when you tell people all the different combinations of things that could happen up to and including the worst 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 or at least explain to them the risks of making certain decisions if that happens they're not blindsided so it's not just the price may go you might not get this place it might be like listen here's what the inspection says if you waive this condition this is what could happen it's unlikely but we need to be aware of it because if it happens you're not saying this to the client, but the truth is you don't want them coming to you and saying, how come you didn't tell me this, right? right? And blaming you for the problem. Because often the problems that we encounter are not us problems. We're the reason for them in a lot of cases, but it's problems impacting our clients, right? And that hurts even worse than when something happens to you. Right. So you need to treat them as if they're yourself. Like every single duty of care and worry that you might have put on the table to them and people will appreciate that out of you and they'll come to expect that honesty and it builds yeah. the trust in the rest of your dealings with them when maybe there's nothing to worry about but otherwise right. they might be nervous if they know you tell them every time there's something to worry about it makes it a little bit easier for them to swallow it when you say there's nothing to worry about exactly yeah and you know we can think of so many examples of that happening but most recently i had a, a deal where uh, or a listing where we had an offer date set and by the weekend there were just a few showings booked and i prepped my client over the weekend to let her know okay this is where we're at the the amount of showings the activity is really low um, and as a result there may not be offers on offer night and you know mm -hmm. don't worry about it this is the plan if that happens, but just so you know, you, you might expect a call from me on Tuesday saying, we don't have anything, here's the plan to, to move forward. Luckily, we ended up getting a couple of offers and it all worked out, but I felt so much more comfortable going into that offer date because I knew either way, my client was mentally prepared to deal with a potential relist and a re-strategy, re re a new strategy for this listing. That works. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and this is like, it's our version of preemptives, right? Like we have to yeah. preempt our clients with what could happen. And like you said, it's not just here's what could happen, but if this happens, here's what we can do about it. Right. Because that's I think, I think a lot of people think 
telling somebody the worst case scenario is enough, right? Okay, I've told them this could happen, but all that might do is worry people even more. Like, oh great, this is gonna be shitty. But if you also tell them, but if this does happen, I've seen it before, I have, you know, multiple or one solution, or this is the route we'll go if this happens. And the same goes for good scenarios, right? It's really just about laying out the framework for people about if things go well, if we have 20 offers, here's how we're gonna deal with it. If we have zero offers, this is how we're mm -hmm. gonna deal with it. And yeah. it also helps with when the time comes that anything does happen, the decision has already been discussed in a large case. So when it's a split decision or it's a quick thing you need to figure out, that reduces everyone's stress as well because now people have already heard this scenario and have discussed at some point what is likely going to happen. Yeah, right? exactly. And they have time to process it too. If you're kind of coming at them at the last minute with, these are our options, they haven't had time to mentally prepare for, okay, what? how does this look? How do I feel about this? Um, all that kind of stuff. So doing it ahead of time really helps. Uh, like home inspections are, are a perfect example. And I think all of us have seen it. And especially when you're dealing with first time home buyers who have never gone through the home inspection process. And after the inspection, they get this 80 page document that highlights, you know, 30 or 40 things, mostly minor that need to be done or should be done. And it's overwhelming. And if they aren't prepared to receive that information about a home that they're interested in buying, then it's going to be hard for them just to wave a condition because, you know, we've seen it so many times. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah. Bannister, whatever, you know, grading, you know, you can fix that. All those like caulking around the windows. Yeah, no problem. But for them, it's like, wait, like all of the stuff I, I can't like wrap my head around. So that's mm -hmm. really important as well. Well, that's it. A every aspect of a transaction in our jobs involves expectation management, right? It's the conditions, the inspections, the offers post you know, when you're firm, that period between being firm and, and taking yeah. possession, even post-possession, there's all kinds of things that when you walk through a home with somebody or when you're listing a home with somebody, your mind is moving. You know, if you're a professional in this industry, you see things that you don't always say, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you show up in somebody's house and look at things and say, oh, that's going to be a problem. That's going to be mm -hmm. a problem, right? That's not what you do, but you need to start to develop a an expectation for yourself of, you know, what is the likelihood that this could happen? And we always talk about that feeling you get during yeah. any situation. It's not just with clients. It could be with other agents. It could be with your colleagues. It could be with that in life, whatever. When you get that feeling that this is going to potentially be a problem and it eats at you and you're stressed about it and you're keeping it inside, it's going to continue to be a problem, whether it happens or not, until you bring it up and until you address it, because you'll feel yeah. a lot better. Even if there's not a solution that's positive, you've got to get it out there. Yeah. Um, so that's not always just prevention, right? It might be prevention of a bigger problem, like the explosion of something surprising everybody and someone saying, how come you didn't warn me about this is way worse than saying, this might not happen, seen something before, this is making me a little bit uneasy or what, however it is you want to deliver it. This is how we'll deal with it if, if it happens. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it, it, it's a possibility and yeah. you'll feel better that it was out there. And so yeah. will your manager and so will your client and so will everybody else that you got it out there. Yeah. So, I mean, expectations is like, I think, step one. Um, and then when things do happen, when 
things don't work out the way you want. Like, you know, sometimes like number one, I think it's realizing that your clients are, you are the, the first point of, uh, I guess, contact you're, you're the, the, you're the taker you take of the all shit. of the emotions. Yeah, pretty much. Even if, whether it's your fault or not, it doesn't matter. Um, and people's emotions get carried away. And I can tell you from the experiences I've had, you come out the other side fine. For, mo- for the most part, like, you know, people start to calm down. They start to realize like, things aren't the end of the world, all that kind of stuff. But in the heat of the moment, there are many times where you'll become their punching bag pretty much. And, you know, there's a fine line between handling their emotions and understanding and being empathetic to what they're feeling and like, you know, the complete opposite side of somebody like abusing you and like, you know, being super mean. And at that point, like you kind of have to cut things off, but we're talking more so the people that are just super emotional about a situation and, you're the person, you're their point of contact. So you're going to receive the brunt of their um, anger and frustration and just desperation at that point. Mm-hmm. P- people are looking for someone to blame all the time, right? Yeah. And you can't be that person. So even though you, you might be, be taking it, you cannot be the person no, who's always looking for someone to blame. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you, you, you might receive the yeah. blame and it doesn't mean yeah. you need to accept it and say, yes, this is all my fault. But at the mm-hmm. same time, again, going back to understanding what you can control and understanding um, what you can't, you need to be able to wear the problem because whether or not it's something you could prevent, whether or not it's something that was unlikely or likely, it's happening now. When you're in it, you're in it. And it's your job as a professional to not take the abuse, but to own the problem, to accept that it's an issue and to work towards whatever solution there is. And sometimes the solution is not a good solution. Sometimes all roads point to, do you want crappy solution one or crappier (laughs) solution two? But that doesn't mean you say, I can't help you. And it doesn't mean you say, well, that's actually that guy's fault. The other agent is an idiot. So we never could have seen this coming because the other agent's an idiot, right? That doesn't serve you well, right? Whether or not that might be true, doesn't serve your client well, that's not giving them an answer. That's just maybe, maybe it's diluting their anger to more people, but they're just as angry, right? So um, you have to be able to accept whatever it is that's happening. And if it did, and it'll, things will blindside you too. So as much as you, are trying to set expectations or prevent or things like that, like we talk about, the reason things still happen in deals that we're dealing with right now is because there's things we've never seen before, right? Or there's things that we never could expect are possible, but -hmm. when they happen, they happen and it's our job. The reason we make the big bucks is to not just take people on showings and fill out paperwork. It's, we've talked about it. You're partially a therapist, you know, you're definitely a problem solver and it's your job to wear those hats. That's where you're earning your money is to really mm-hmm. be the person who might not have the answer, but also isn't running away. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing. Like the moment you run away, you're not 
doing anybody a service at all. Like to leave your clients high and dry because you don't know what to do um, is not the answer. It's trying to work through it with them. Even if you're going to get some of that emotional pushback and anger, um, I guarantee you, once you make it out to the other side, it's about going through it with your client. And it sucks. It really sucks. But this is part of the job. And if you're not prepared for that, I honestly feel like if this isn't the profession for you because it happens not often. Right. I don't want to scare people away, but <laughs> every it, client we have is a gong show. There, there's just, and, and, and it's hard too, because, you know, we talk about trying not to be jaded about every situation now, because we do know the negatives, something that can happen. Um, and a lot of times it doesn't, but um, it's just about having that recognition that you, there, there's going to, there might be something and I prepared my client and we have to walk through it together and we'll get through the other side and we'll figure it out and it'll be fine. But until you get to that point, it really sucks. And yeah. it, and it, that's why it's important to surround yourself with people that are, are honest about experiencing similar issues um, so that you can feel as though you're not alone. Um, right. Because I think that's important. Like, I think it's... Sometimes you feel like you look at all of these people, all these realtors, successful realtors on social media, they're all talking about making these, you know, million dollar sales and they're so busy and so successful. Um, and we don't see the behind the scenes and you can feel as though you're a failure. You're the only one that is experiencing this. But I guarantee you 99% of agents out there are dealing with the same stuff as you are all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone's their own worst critic, I want to think, but they're not necessarily out there and saying that to people. And yeah. that's okay. You know, people have an image they want to uphold, but at the end of the day, people all go through their own crap. Some are more willing than others to share and to lend a helping hand in that. And you need to surround yourself with those people and those yeah. resources. Um, but you also, I mean, we're, we're now in a lot of ways setting expectations for really bad scenarios here. Like this is kind of what we're talking to you about. And it's not always as bad as it seems either, right? When you're in the brunt yeah. of it and people are yelling at you, a lot of times emotion does trump reality. And so yeah. another big thing you need to try to do is take a step back, right? And just evaluate what's actually happening understand that it's bad. And I've learned this over time that sometimes it's not about just going to glass half full and trying to tell people it's going to be okay. People don't always want to hear it's going to be okay if it's not right. Yeah. But they do want to hear what's real and what's possible. And that there are things that can still be attempted or tried to, to at least push forward from where you are. Yeah. You are where you are. What's happened has happened. What's yeah. next? Not let's yeah. all just sit and sulk about how shitty this is. Yeah. And I think it's important to take a moment for explaining to you guys how to deal with it from your own internal emotional struggles and your own mental health perspective, because these kinds of things, and we've talked the two of us before about it, and we're the type of people, and I think most good real estate professionals out there are the same People, we take on our clients' emotions, and that can really eat away at you. And mm -hmm. that can really take away from, like, you can't, you, you take it home with you. You're thinking about it when you're putting your kids to bed or when you're making dinner or when you're trying to have a good time or you're trying to go on vacation, um, all of these things. So how can people 
I guess, not separate yourself, but just try to almost like segment the emotions so that it's not taking over your entire life. Right. There's more to life than the deal that's causing you trouble right now. Yeah. And so how do you deal with it? For, like I, personally? I, I, I think it <laughs> is about being able to remember. Well, well, no, I, no, I mean, we, we, like you said, we, we inherit the emotions of our clients, but yeah. number one is addressing it before anything else. Right. So I, I'm learning not to sit on the problem and try to figure out all the solutions before I talk to somebody. Cause that's how I used to be is I need to have an answer to give them before I'm, I'm able to tell them mm. what's happening. So for me, the first step with that was now that's not the way to do it. You know, I think people appreciate understanding what's happening right now and knowing that you're on their side to now that brainstorm is still happening. I'm still going to start thinking about the problem. Here's the different avenues I'm going to take right now. But let me just bring you up to speed to where we are so that that amount of weight and stress comes off. Because when you think about what makes you stressed in these situations, everyone's different, I guess. But I would argue the the thinking about what other people are going to think of you or the thinking about what's going to happen when this comes out is one of the biggest stresses. Once it's out there, it's out there. So get it out there and then start mm -hmm. thinking about solutions. And then don't let your day and your life, it makes it easier for that not to become every waking moment is trying to solve this problem because nothing We've learned this too. We've got a very high standard of things being done like right now, always, but the world doesn't work that way. And sometimes if you need to ask questions of a property manager or a home inspector, or you need to get an answer from another agent or whatever, and it's a Friday afternoon, this problem may be dormant until Monday. And that's just the mm -hmm. way it is. So don't yeah. wear it all weekend because again, you have to know what you can control, accept that, and just know you're doing what you can and be there when you need to be there and understand there's way more to your life, your client's life and everybody else's life than just this problem. Sometimes yeah. I think when we have issues for our clients, we're way more stressed than even they are. Yeah. Even if they're saying things that are hurtful or they're saying things that are really stressed out and making you feel bad, sometimes that is them just knowing they can trust you with their emotions and laying it all out there. Mm -hmm. um, but you can't make it more important than your kids or your health or things like that. It's a real estate deal, right? Yeah. Like I'm hoping you haven't made a mistake that's costing someone a million dollars, right? Well, but if it's, yeah. And that's yeah. it. Like it, it, it's the perspective part that I think a lot of us overlook because we tend to take it on and it's, it's almost like we're acting like it's the end of the world. And as you said, taking a step back and just thinking to yourself, is this something that's going to impact me a month from now, uh, six months from now, a year from now, five years from now? Like, am I going to look back on this and say, wow, like feel the same way that I do now? And most likely the answer is going to be no. So mm -hmm. I think you've got to be really real with yourself. And I find it's helpful when you are starting to feel those emotions, like the butterflies or like your stomach nodding up because, or your you know throat closing or whatever it is that however you react when you've got... Um, a stressful situation in front of you, what take a minute to notice that reaction and those emotions that you're feeling and ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Um, and if there's something that you can do in that moment 
then do it. If it's updating your client, like, listen, I reached out to the lawyer. I left a message with the listing agent. It's Friday. I'm assuming I won't hear anything over the weekend. So we're just going to have to hold tight till Monday. Uh, but as, as soon as I hear anything, I will let you know. If your client mm-hmm. knows that, then go into that weekend and, and hopefully you can feel a little freer knowing that you've done everything you can in that moment to try to fix the issue and you'll pick it back up on Monday. Um, but like that's that's one thing I always ask myself, did I ever do everything I could? Have I done the best that I could do in this moment? And if the answer is yes, then I can kind of breathe a sigh of relief and, and kind of carry on with my day knowing that I'm good. Yeah, it's it's really parallel to what we talk about with business planning and all that. Like, there's a big goal, which is solving the problem, but a lot of it is the function of now you're going to set a bunch of baby steps for yourself to try to get there. And the goal is solving the problem or finding the best possible outcome from where you are. But that's not a, it's often not a phone call away or an email away. Sometimes it's set the little steps that you know you can take to get there keep your client or your colleague or whoever it is that the issue is with aware of that. Um, and you'll feel good about yourself if you're achieving those baby steps as you do, whether or not they're coming up with the outcome that you expect. It's the same as your own business. You might have marketing goals that you set little steps along the way and the marketing plan doesn't work out at the end, but you'll feel good about progress by achieving those things bit by bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so when it's all, whatever over is, whether it's solved, whether it's a blah outcome, you know, like you said, you do come out the other end. It does happen. Like issues don't last for eight to 10 to 15 years where you've just got transactions that are hanging on you forever. So you come out the other end and everyone knows what we're going to say here, but the most important thing to do is to learn from what happened. That is that's the ultimate goal. And that's the positive that comes out of the negative is your ability to teach yourself something new about things that can happen, teach yourself something new about the way that you communicate with people and how you handled the situation. Um, And and, teach others. Create more knowledge and teach out. Yeah. Create a case study for yourself. Like when you're going down the road and you run into similar situations, you can now speak from experience about something that happened. You can wear these not as blemishes on your record, but as badges of experience that you've yeah. had. And I'm talking more about just with your with your team or with your brokerage or however you communicate with other agents. Like if you can set up um, a group of, of people um, that you can kind of share those teachings with, like every, every meeting and our team meeting, like I feel like one of us is saying, this is what happened and this is what went wrong and this is what I learned from it. It might not ever happen to you, but in case it does or in case you're encountered with this, keep this in mind. And I feel like our team is so much stronger for that because mm-hmm. we're not only learning from our own experiences, we're learning from, you know, 15, 16 other people's experiences and you're just so much better prepared. Right. And and it comes with having that attitude of openness and not being yeah. nervous about telling people there was a problem. Exactly. So like we started this episode everybody has problems in this industry in every industry but in real estate something goes wrong for everybody and not everybody wants to admit it but those who do are the ones who are 
going to move forward because they can communicate it to other people, but they're also yeah. going to be helping everybody else by doing that. So don't yeah. be ashamed of the problems. We talk about no. issues we have like every episode, right? Like I haven't told any stories about mine yet, but I, I'm currently going through one, which I probably shouldn't talk about because I don't know the legality of, yeah, <laughs> of talking, but yeah, to get through think, it. Yeah. That's a good story for maybe like six months from now, because it will be fine. <laughs> we will get through it. Um, but yeah, yeah. It, just don't be, don't be afraid to share. I think if you're listening to this podcast, you already have the mentality of learning and of sharing. So you're yeah. already there. Yeah. And at the same time, don't seek problems. So you have things to share, no, right? Like no. tr try to address them, learn from the things that you hear. And uh, you know, it, it is, it's, it's setting expectations. It's understanding what you can do. It's living in the moment and doing what is still possible without dwelling on what has already happened. Yeah. Um, and coming up with solutions that your clients can yeah. be comfortable with and that they know that you are the professional that's ultimately going to figure this out for them and alongside them. And you're not going to leave them high and dry when they need you the most, even though they might not, it might not seem like they need you or they're not acting like it. They, they do. And they will ultimately appreciate the fact that you stuck with it and went through the issue as opposed to trying to go around and meet them on the other side. Cause that's never going to work out. Right. And, and don't feel bad about this is not a point where you need to be the brand or the impressive person. Sometimes you need to step away from who you try to be in front of everybody and be the person that your professionalism is supposed to, is supposed to convey out there. Yeah. Be so, humble. Yeah. Be humble, be honest, you know, don't worry about, trying to say things to make people feel better just because it seems like the right thing to do. People appreciate honesty. They probably chose you as their realtor because of your honesty. Yeah. Right. Don't, don't disappear on people. Be open. Um, and don't also don't self pity. I don't know if we talked about that, but don't turn this into a why me mm -hmm. or a, you know, a, what, what, like this, this stuff always happens to me. It never happens to all those other people I see on Facebook and Instagram. We talked about how they're all full of it right? So don't focus on that. Focus on the almost not the positive, but okay, how can I turn this into something that's useful? And how can I work to make this better right now and for future clients? Uh, exactly. So that's it. It's whatever it is. It's not the worst thing that ever happened to you. It's not the worst thing that ever will happen to you. Mm -hmm. It's life. Things yep. happen. And yeah. Well, and just think you know. of any profession, like stuff goes wrong all the time for everybody, everybody, everybody's living like, you know, worst case scenario, not worst case scenario, but everybody's living like, you know, things, it's not a picture perfect life for anybody, no matter what they make it seem to be, it's not. So just get over it, deal with the moment, go through the solution, go through the problem, come out the other side and you'll be better for it, more experienced for it. And that's all I've got to say about that. That's right. Don't be Debbie Downer. Be Perry positive. See? No. Perry. Yeah. Perry. How about Penelope? We need like you can't have be like Penelope positive. Being a bad thing and the man being Okay, don't positive. be don't be Donnie Downer. <laughs> be Penny <Sorry>. positive. <laughs> yeah. Or just be uh, even Steven or even Stephanie. <laughs> so yeah. 
Anyway, uh, yeah. So, as always, <laughs> we digress. We actually want to hear more of this stuff. Yeah, like, like we're 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 going to tell more stories. If you guys want to hear stories and horror stories, I don't, I don't know if that's entertaining or depressing to people, but we're happy in a future episode to walk through our, our open the storybook of the shit that's gone wrong. But this is more about <laughs> helping you through it, helping you understand that you're not the only one, and and it's also just because you listen to this podcast, this isn't us saying, now you're prepared, nothing bad's ever going to happen again. This is us saying, oh no, lots of bad stuff's going to happen. So well, just we're setting the be ready. For y- we're setting the expectations right. for you that stuff's Your next transaction's going to so suck. It's going to suck. <laughs> get ready. You should get out of the industry now. No, uh, no. just make sure, <laughs> just build your... Build your, your your environment around you, your infrastructure of people and support and resources, and just get your head right. Whatever you're thinking right now, whether you're a everything is great or an everything is terrible, you're wrong. It's got to be somewhere in the middle. Everything is what it is, and you just have to be the one who has to who has to wear that shit. Was that nice and negative? Am I being so Donnie negative. Downer right now? You All kind right. of are. I didn't no, be positive. I, everything Until is great. Until next week. <laughs> Until next week, when we're back with smiles on our faces. Well, we've got a good episode next week. We're, I'm very excited. We have a guest. That's true. The next episode is going to be very nice and positive. Yeah. So Are we tuned. teasing it here or no? I guess we're not going to tease it here. Stay tuned. Yeah. Well, you got to follow kind of us to find it. out. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So as we said before, uh, join our Level Up Facebook community. Uh, check us out, uh, Level Up. For realtors on Instagram, we're trying to be a little funny and, and do some funny jobs at life as a realtor on there every once in a while. So check those out. Let us know if you relate. And They're funny because they're true. They are. And that's it. So have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Peace out. Level up, 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 level up,